Hey everyone, welcome back. I am a little bit later on my podcast this week. I've been traveling. I'm in a different state. Last week I did Star-Lord. I started doing the podcast a little bit longer and more condensed um, just because I'm I have a lot of content to cover, and so I started combining, you know, the weeks with these uh, heroes that I was doing. So, uh, last week I did Star-Lord. This time I want to do Wonder Woman. So, when I wrote these blogs for Wonder Woman, it was in 2017 when the movie Wonder Woman was coming out in theaters. Um, I thought it was just a perfect idea to switch over you know, from doing a Marvel male comic book character to doing a female DC character. The new Wonder Woman, mov- the, the new Wonder Woman movie was coming out uh, with Gal Gadot, who was previously on uh, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, earlier. And then now she got her own movie, and now she has two movies. But for those of you who don't know, her name is... Diana Prince, it's actually really surprising how many people did not even know that before, you know, she had her own movie. (laughs) She comes from this fictional paradise island of Themyscira. Her father is Zeus, the Greek god, but she was raised by her mother, Queen um, Hippolyta, and her aunts. And Wonder Woman is actually, well, she's technically a demigod. You... Of course, you see that when you watch the movies and, you know, she meets someone from Earth and she travels there for the first time, you know, in London. But the reason I I chose Wonder Woman um, was at the time when the movie was coming out um, so that everyone, I like how they finally decided to show that she was getting her own origin story. There's so many origin stories with comic book characters and yet nothing with Wonder Woman. Not until 2017. But also she's DC, which I love. I love both Marley and DC. I know everyone has like a preference on which one they like, but I like just to keep it even, even though I am a little bit more partial to DC. Um, and I just like the fact that she is a woman. You know, it's it's the first uh, hero of the month that I did that was a girl. Um, and... There's a lot of spirituality in the character of Wonder Woman. She is, you know, she's brought to life by Zeus. You know, and and later on I'm going to talk about the mind, the will, emotion, of spirituality of Wonder Woman. You know, just how I've done with all the other characters. But Diana is, you know, just a wonderful character who... To me, I just, I like the characteristics that she has. And it's actually similar to some biblical characters. Um, You know, someone who, you know, has a God as the father and coming to earth for the first time. Like, that's very symbolic, you know, in the the Christian faith as well. Um, So for, like, for example, things about Wonder Woman that, if you don't know, she first debuted, I think, like, back in the 40s. She's supposed to be, like, six feet tall, um, with black hair and blue eyes. She is just, um, 
has this amazing strength and durability, you know, that matches all the, like, Olympian gods. She has expertise in all the forms of, you know, armed and unarmed combat. She can fly. She has the lasso of truth. She compels those, uh, she compels that, um, that lasso of truth for, to force people kind of to tell the truth, which is something that we really need in society today. Um, she has her bracelets that are very powerful. They, they can channel her powers. They're called the bracelets of victory. They're also really cool. But anyways, so for starting out with the mind of Wonder Woman, um, I, I like to focus on her personality, kind of the psychological aspect of her. Of all the variations of Diana, you know, portrayed by different actresses or, or movies or cartoons, comic books, her personality tends to never be exactly the same. Same with any superhero, really. As soon as you kind of change up the movie or change up the actor or the actress, their personalities can kind of change. Some adaptions are her origin or, you know, her in the future, you know, where she's already lived a hundred years or she's already, you know, been on Earth for a hundred years. And sometimes she's she's mainly focused on a mission or she's just in the middle of relationship problem. You know, no matter what version that you watch Wonder Woman, it has specific characteristics you can always pick up on. So when I kind of looked into her personality, I noticed that she was considered an ENFJ, um, according to the Myers-Briggs. So she is someone who is an ideal seeker. You know, she she seeks an ideal world. She is a, a persuasive speaker. She's a inspiring. She's charismatic. Uh, she's a leader who motivates other people. She tends to take charge, but yet she's conscient, conscientious and, and, and kind of warm and, and can be quiet at times. Um, and she can kind of be a little bit impatient at times. But Wonder Woman is a, is a superhero who, you know, she seeks harmony, but, you know, she can't always relax. She, she tends to get depressed or, you know, if she gets betrayed or if, if someone questions if she's sincere, she gets really emotional, like if someone questions her, her motives. And she's a very caring person. She's, she's a lot more caring than a lot of heroes out there. She has a tremendous love and respect for, you know, like the people that she's around, you know, whether it's her mother, the Justice League, or, you know, even when the people she knows, like, can turn against her and, and have evil motives, she's still hopeful that they will go back to the way they were before. You know, there's that moment in Wonder Woman where she grabs this guy and and she grabs the, you know, she uses the, the lasso to see if he can tell the truth, but he would rather just kill himself than, you know, reveal information. But even as she's trying to get information out of him, she's also trying to, like, help him at the same time. Like, 
you know, you don't have to do this. You can be a better person. You know, Batman and Superman and, like, other heroes, they don't do that. They don't, like, hold on to people as they're trying to get information out of them to turn their life around. Not often, but you see Diana do that a lot. And I always thought that that was, that was so different. You know, she sees the world kind of in black and white, and she can judge people pretty quickly. I think that she's just a great superhero, and I love her personality. Um, And I love what she says in Wonder Woman. You know, she says, you know, it's about what you believe, you know, and and I believe in love, and only love will truly save the world. And that's just, I just think that's like a beautiful quote. I love that. I love her personality. But something else about Wonder Woman is, is kind of her willpower also. You know, she's a very pure spirit. She has a strength of character. She's a, she's strong-willed. And as I was studying Wonder Woman uh, back a few years ago, kind of watching her more closely in films, I realized that she has several things that she stands for. You know, I when when you think of Batman, you think of justice, you know, and, and when you think of Superman, you think of the the S and you think of the hope of what that S means it means hope and so when you think of Wonder Woman you're like okay well what does Wonder Woman stand for and originally I thought of truth because you know that that's what she has the lasso of truth that's what she stands for um, but she also believes in love just as equally she's She's a firm believer in love. And I didn't realize that she was, you know, as morally centered and as pure as Superman. I always thought she was kind of a a warrior, no-nonsense, you know, feminist or something. But, you know, the new, the new, that new movie in 2017, it kind of gave this whole different side of her. And it showed not only the origin, but just how innocent of a heart that she has and that's what I really loved I I do believe though that Wonder Woman stands for truth she she has that lasso that she can wrap around anyone and it forces you know the the victim to reveal their true nature and never tell a lie which is something that she strongly believes in it's as clear as you know like I said associating Superman with that s on his chest that stands for hope Wonder Woman, you know, she could very well have a giant T, you know, on, on her chest that stands for truth. And I just, because that's, that's a lot of who she is. But she's also, you know, she also does stand for love. She develops that love for uh, Steve Trevor in the first and really a lot in the second movie. And, you know, also she develops this love for mankind, mainly in the first movie. Um, she realizes at the same time that mankind is not as pure and as sweet as she was, she was hoping or, or that she had, you know, been led to believe, but, you know, she was kind of naive, but she still, she still, even despite it all, loves, loves mankind. She had never seen mankind before and, you know, she, she meets that group of trusted people as well as, you know, evil people, and that confuses her. She thought that, you know, all people were good. So she gets tempted 
by Ares to destroy mankind because of its evil motives. And she stops and she realizes that, you know, it's not about what they deserve. It's about what you believe, you know, and I believe in love. And she says that. And so, you know, despite the fact that she realizes at the end of the movie that, you know, people aren't always good, she still loves them. And that's, you know, that's so biblical. And I just, I I love that. It reminds me of the scripture in the Bible um, that, that it says, you know, to have the full armor of God. You know, in Ephesians 6.14, it says, you know, have the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit. You know, weapons can have a spiritual, um, you know, metaphorical or, or symbolic meaning. That's why her lasso, her sword, her shield, they're, they're a part of her character and who she is. And, and they also are, you know, definitions of her character traits, you know, as well. So I think, you know, what woman, what Wonder Woman stands for is, you know, truth and love. Um, and also, you know, there is a, a really cool uh, book that I was reading that it was kind of a devotional book, but they went over different characters and they did go over the character of Wonder Woman and it was talking about, there's a lot of, there's scriptures in the Bible that talks about being the salt of the earth versus, you know, being salty. <laughs> um, there's a scripture in Matthew, it says, you know, you are the salt of the earth, but what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? It's going to be thrown out and trampled over and deemed as worthless. You know, some people read that scripture in the Bible and thought, what the heck? What does that even mean? How on earth are, you know, Christians supposed to be salt of the earth? What does that mean? Well, it's meant to be studied that we have to figure out what salt is and what salt does. And then we compare it to how it can really, you know, relate to a real person. Or in this case, you know, in in this podcast or, or this, the blogs that I do, the Creating Heroes, how it relates to Wonder Woman's you know, her kind of portrayal of her, you know, when she's undercover as Diana. So, you know, when, when, let's say, you know, you're baking a cake and it asks for salt, like, what happens when you put the salt in the batter and you don't blend it in? There's going to be a huge clump that some poor person is going to get. And, you know, that piece of that cake is going to make them gag. Not to mention the rest of the cake is not going to have any salt that it was supposed to have. So in other words, how you interpret that would be, you know, Christians are not supposed to clump together in one spot. You know, we're supposed to be spread out. And the Bible says, you know, go out into the world, preach the gospel. You know, it doesn't say go undercover. And there are an abundance of Christians that don't want to move out of their comfort zone and fear that they're going to be persecuted or made fun of, or judged, so they stay in their areas where they know other Christians are, and they surrounded, you know, they like to be surrounded by people that are like them, so, you know, and also salt makes you super thirsty, you're thirsty for water, and the Bible says, whoever drinks of the water that I give them shall never thirst, but the water that I give will become, 
you know, in him a well of water springing up to eternal life. What does that mean? It means that knowing Jesus, that learning about him will cause you to thirst for more. But of course, you know, it represents in the Bible that, you know, Jesus is, he's the well that never runs dry. They always, he always says that. He is the water. He will quench your thirst. So, in light of in light of saying that, you know, what does this have to do with Wonder Woman? Well, Diana gives this perfect description of, you know, someone who acts like salt of the earth. Although she's not a Christian, she's a fictional character, but something that Christians should be doing. She does not stay in one area, in Themyscira, her whole life, and, you know, just clumped together with the Amazons. She spreads out and she goes and explores and she she learns about the world. You know, you may not always see salt. You know, Wonder Woman and Christians may not always be noticed right away. They can blend in, which which Wonder Woman does in the movie. You know, and how in the second movie, the the character that Linda Carter actually does a cameo in, you know, she's like totally blended in to society. You know, and and in Wonder Woman, you know, she puts on the glasses and she pretends to be someone else. You know, we can all agree that, you know, Wonder Woman makes people, you know, it makes people thirst for more of her. They want more of her. And she enhances the world with her love and her bravery and, you know, mean people are already, you know, even they notice Wonder Woman and, 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 and people are just, you know, they, they, they love Wonder Woman no matter who they are. And, um, and that's just, it's, it's just a really cool representation of, of it being like, that's how Christians should be in this world too. You know, they should, they should make the world a better place just like that. You know, they don't need to be salty in a sense that they can be, you know, nasty and and rude and mean that's actually a modern term for you know being aggressive as being salty or or you know being rude but it we're supposed to be fresh and that's how you know she portrays herself in the in you know when she goes out into the world in london in the beginning um of how how her character is going back when i watched Batman versus Superman, I saw, um, you know, Diana for the first time played by uh, Gal Gadot before the first Wonder Woman movie. And I saw this, like, mysterious character. She had no lines, like, really at all. She was hardly in the movie. She was stealing from Bruce Wayne, you know, frankly, you wouldn't even, she almost seemed like a villain. You know, you don't, you weren't really sold on her. She wasn't acting like a nice person. And then she shows up at the end to help and, you know, be Wonder Woman. But then she avoided all the conversations with Batman and Superman, you know, and she would brag and be, and say, I've killed things from other worlds before. And to be honest, when I first saw that, I was worried that they would turn the character and, you know, an emotion of Wonder Woman into this, like, copycat, heroic version of Catwoman. Like, making Catwoman 
a little bit different and just making that Wonder Woman. And I was just kind of like, well, that was stupid. So, you know, even down to the dancing with Bruce Wayne at a fancy party and then stealing his technology and making it look like she stole his car kind of thing. Like, like it reminded me of Catwoman. Um, but anyways, so when she was in, you know, when she announced, they announced that they were doing a second, you know, a movie based on her, I was, I was hoping that she would really turn into the Wonder Woman that she actually did. It was such a good movie. And we finally, you know, would see her as this extroverted personality, you know, shine through and be bossy and loving. And that's exactly what she was. Like, that was her true personality. And that's who she is. She has such a simple black and white, you know, viewpoints on mankind. And she just believes everything will be better. The war will end, you know, as soon as she kills Ares. And she she struggles and comes to a point in the movie where she realizes that men can be bad by choice. And there's nothing she can do to change their mind. You know, he tries to get her to switch sides, Ares, and wipe out all humanity, you know, build a world on Earth as gods. And she just, she kind of considers for like a split second, um, you know, when she's like holding that tank over her head and, you know, if humans deserve life. And she just closes her eyes and she thinks of all of her new friends and mainly, you know, Steve, Trevor, um... That was when she just has like this beautiful moment. And you really see her come into herself. She's not perfect. And to me, that's just one of the most accurate representations of, you know, good versus evil. That's like in a movie. You realize that Wonder Woman often lets her emotions take over because that's who she is. She wouldn't be Wonder Woman without saying everything that's on her mind. She had to come to a point in her journey and decide what type of person she was going to be. Um, and she decided to be, uh, you know, a hero. So, anyway, so going back to, you know, something that's just amazing about Wonder Woman is just, she is one of the best superheroes out there. And, you know, just, there's so many biblical things about her. I could honestly go on forever. She is, there's a lot of spirituality to her character. You know, she was molded by her mother from clay, brought to life by Zeus. And to me, that itself is a representation of how, you know, God says, you know, we're, we're brought to life, you know, by God. He created us. He formed us and he knew us before we were in our mother's womb. And it says that in the Bible. Diana had a calling and a destiny on her life before she ever knew who she ever was. But her mother knew. Similar to how it says in the Bible that God has a plan for us or for our lives. You know, plans for good. And, and, and it's just... You know, one of the main things about Wonder Woman's spirit is that she believes in love. You know, and God is love. God's love is real love. You know, not that we love God, but that he 
loves us. He sacrificed everything. You know, Diana, Wonder Woman, in her own fictional comic book way, she almost sacrificed herself and believes in love, you know, much like God. Although Diana didn't sacrifice, you know, a child, her mother kind of did. She, her mother sacrificed her and, and let her go and, and to take on the world of men. Even then, you know, it, it's not 100% like Jesus, but Diana lived. She didn't die. But the same underlining theme is, is heavily influenced in the, in the movie. You know, another spiritual aspect about Wonder Woman is, of course, like I said, her weapons. Um, and there's, I mean, there's so many things about her that, you know, she has that sword, the shield, the armor, everything about her. It represents the spirituality of, of Wonder Woman and, and who she is. You know, all of us do not have this literal gladiator Wonder Woman outfits to suit up as we go to work every day. That would be really cool. But, you know, there, there are scriptures in the Bible that it's, that's symbolic for how we must act. We must be alert and prepared for whatever com- comes at us in life, whatever battle we're facing. Because it's not always a physical battle. It's a mental battle, an emotional battle, you know, or it's sickness. Um, you know, it says in that scripture, put on the armor of God, you know, and, and you know, we, that we have to be brave and, and go fight some battles, spiritual battles, physical battles or, or mental battles. And that's just something, I mean, I could honestly go on and on forever about Wonder Woman, but I'll stop here for now. But let me know what you guys think. Do you think of something else entirely when you think about Wonder Woman, her personality, what she stands for, the good versus evil in her, the spirituality of her? Let me know what you guys think.